Hey everyone, welcome to Snarf Talk with Chris and Jerry, and this is our podcast where we give you a behind-the-scenes look as we create a comic book. We're going to talk about TV, movies, comic books, and hopefully have a lot of guests, other writers, creators, and friends. Um, check us out at snarfcomics.com. You can check out our blog and follow along with everything we got going on. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Snarf Comics, and please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Enjoy the episode. Snarf Talk. We're back. Here we are. With either a whole new episode or a Patreon exclusive. You'll figure it out. Which, <laughs> which, what, whatever you're listening into. Probably a whole new episode because we're slacking in the Patreon department. Well, yeah. And I've asked you, like I said, hey, let me log in and let me look at this no. stuff. Let me like have access to some of the Snarf Talk stuff. I can't stuff. do it. And you're like, nope. You know, you're not part of Snarf, Snarf Talk as much as I am. He ruins everything he touches. He's like, oh, oh well, what's your name? Jerry? Yeah. Are you short? Because short people have no reason to live. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, Randy Newman. <laughs> hey, we got a special guest back this episode. We do. What's his name? I'm Dude. Dude's back. And the you know why? Dude. Because he got with our producer, Michael Shee. Mike, wait, I got I got on my knees and begged Michael Sheedy to let me back on the show. Let me hang on. Let me hear from Mike. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. He said you're back. Yeah. He negotiated with our lawyer, um, John Higgins. John. Uh, and no, it's um, God. That's your lawyer. You guys need to get a better one. Jerry Justice. There, Justice Law Firm. Justice Justice Inc. So we um, we negotiated a contract for him. It's just a one picture deal. So. Yeah, don't expect to be back. He'll have to renegotiate it again. Probably your last episode. Michael drives a hard bargain. So, yeah. I wish we could help you, but he really runs the show. He does. He does. He really he, does. And he, he runs this fucker with an iron fist. We yeah. do. I mean, we like you. It's just that, I don't know. You know. Well, thanks for stepping up to the We're trying to keep. Plate. We got a brand image to make. We got to keep an you image, know. you know. So, there's that. We got a lot on the plate here. So, we don't. There's not much news to cover, um, but what we do have to cover, what we're going to go over is um, we've got Avengers, right? And what we're going to talk about with the Avengers is like if it was a 90s version. And this was a listener suggestion. It was. From Zach. Zach Who was the winner of the Snarf Madness. For you. Tournament of Champions. That's for me. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Not for me. Um, so, I don't remember who my winner was. I'd have to look no, back, actually. I, Probably should have had that under wraps. I didn't. Um, overall, actually, probably Maggie and Zach were the oh by far overall winners because I think they were number two for me and number one for you. So really, overall, they were um, by far the best. Anyway, um, Avengers, 90s version. Yeah. If we were to take 90s... Like all-star movie cast, right? Uh, and cast them as the Avengers in the movies. That's what we're going to do. After that, we've got top 10 Pixar movies. Ooh, Ooh. that's exciting. There's this is a, like a 
Jam-packed episode. It's know what jam, you're watching. Jam-packed. Nope. No news. Woo. No news. Know what you're watching. It's like there's only 21 Pixar movies total, and we've got to pick the top 10 out of all of them. The newest one being Toy Story 4. Is that in the top 10? Ooh. I don't We're know. we find out. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Don't say that. So what do you want to do first? Do you want to do our 90s? Um. So I said in our last episode um, that... Jeez. All I could think about when I thought about this challenge was the cast of Friends, Friends. or Seinfeld. And I'm like, man, this is a really difficult proposition. I don't see any of them. Well, I was going with 90s action stars. That's who I was going to put into my Avengers. So that's I kind of see, played it. Um, George Costanza as Wolverine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. George Costanza. I, I honestly could see Kramer like doing like uh, a group. Somebody like that, like that, I that mean, making that, making those voices, doing yeah. something like that. Like that's am, what he did in Seinfeld was voices, and it was more like um, physical, physical but, comedy. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Um, d- is that what we want to do first? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I think okay. we we start um, and we we like very briefly thought of some idea, had some time to think of ideas, but for, for the most part, I think it's off the cuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we'd start off with the key anchor being uh, Iron Man. Ooh, Iron Man. Yeah, you get a good Iron Man for the 90s Avengers. I do. Oh, yeah? Do you want me to I go? Had a, that was probably one of the toughest ones for me. Me too. Okay, who wants to go first? Um, I How could, do we go? I was thinking uh, I'll go first. We'll go around. All right. Okay. I, this isn't, I don't know if this is a very good one, but I was thinking like, I, I had a tough one time. Maybe um, Johnny Depp. Ooh, I think he's so much much better than mine. He's got some swagger. Yeah. He can play swagger. He's good looking. But in the 90s, he was like 12 years old. Late 90s. No, he's in his 20s. Yeah, he's in his 20s. He's perfect. Prime. Late late 90s, though, he was older than that. You're thinking of like 21 Jump Street, Johnny Depp. That's like early 90s. But you know who would be a perfect Iron Man in the the 90s? Who? Robert Downey Jr. Well, uh, yeah, you can't do that. You can't pick that. You can't pick no, Robert Downey Jr. No, you can't. You can't use existing You cannot existing use existing. People. All of the original Avengers were alive in the 90s. Um, I like that. Johnny Depp? I, I do. I've got him in my list. Oh. Who did you pick? Well, we'll no, we'll go around. I went to... Uh, it's dude. I went to... For uh, Iron Man Sylvester Sylvester Stallone as no. Iron Man. Yeah. Well, I you guys give me five minutes to do this, so I was like, pick. He kind of fit the mold as a. How does he fit Iron Man? Is that who you picked too? I did. I did pick Sylvester you guys, Stallone. That's a terrible pick for Iron <laughs> Man. No, it we, is we, not. We literally had five minutes to do how this. Can main... he, he can't play that character at all. In the nineties, in the nineties, yes, yeah. Can. Judge Dredd, buff. Yes, he Iron can. Man is like a suave billionaire. Have well, you seen Sylvester well, Michael Stallone Keaton? You would call him suave. Michael can Keaton cannot play everything. Okay. Michael who? Keaton. Michael Keaton would be a good Iron Man. No, I I've got I, Sylvester I Stallone. I, that's who I put down for Iron My Man. My second choice was Kevin Costner, but oh. Oh, just wait, buddy. So we'll go. Uh, so my pick is definitely better, Johnny Depp. No, I, I, no, I've got the best. No, we okay. we we have the best. We have the best. I think no. Stallone is Stallone the best. is better. That is a terrible Iron Man. Terrible, terrible. You honestly don't know. What so you're Johnny about. Depp was on the, the just get on drug rehab and he, yeah, like uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, Captain America. I got the pick. Who you got? That's Tom Cruise. All the way. No. Tom Cruise. All American. He's perfect uh, Captain America. Mel Gibson. Mm. He's older. He's bigger. <laughs> no. Don't tell me. In the did. 90s. In the 90s. In the so, 90s. Who you got? Come on. It's This is off book, kind of, because I don't necessarily like the guy, but I picked Bruce Willis. Oh. As Captain, he could totally be a Captain Yeah, that's America. a good one. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry, I think you just won that one. I still think Tom Cruise. He's all American. Hero. I know Tom no. Cruise is the dude. He's the dude. No. Looking clean shaven, clean Bru- cut. Yeah, but nice he's... jawline. He is. So but are you in love with Tom Cruise? I'm just saying, he's he'd be the perfect Captain America. There's no other choice for me. No, I've got a different choice for him. Okay. But I, I think Bruce Willis is Captain I, America. I, I agree with you on that one. So I'm by even far though he's kind of a the dick. best right now. Um, <laughs> So, number three, key Avenger. And we're going to expand these out. These guys wanted to do only the key team. We're doing We're doing more. Well, yeah. Whatever. Um, Thor. This my is easy. pick. This is easy. Everybody in this room should get the same answer. My pick's Brad Pitt. Are you fucking kidding me? Brad Pitt, the perfect Thor. Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. Brad Pitt, got the beard, long hair be perfect brad pitt was uh in his 20s thor's supposed to be a little bit older what's what are you making up people's ages for you don't know the age of thor he's a billion years old no he's actually like 30 something in the comics oh you don't know what you're talking about well yeah he can be as old as he wants but um who did you pick again arnold schwarzenegger no I for nineties actors we're talking about, right? Yep. Nineties. Yeah. Yep. Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I actually have him for somebody else. I've got him as Thor. I think he'd do really well. Man, Arnold's the way to go. Um, You're ridiculous. I don't think Arnold would be Thor. good for Thor. Why Even not? though he's got an accent, that's fine. And so does yeah. Jean Claude Van Damme. Yep. Uh, Jean uh, Claude Van Damme looks like a Thor. To me, like and his Arnold body's built he, like a he, Thor. He's just fucking he massive. can hold a hammer. Arnold could be like Thanos. Yeah. Ar- Arnold is yeah, too big to okay. be Thor, I think. I'll back down to my pick for that. Thor's like phenomenal. Here's what I've got a problem with with the MCU is that Thor wasn't strong enough. Yeah. I agree. Okay? Totally and I, agree. And I love Endgame, right? I do. I think it's a perfect ending to like MCU. But. Thor is so much stronger in the comic books. Like he's so incredibly strong. Yeah, but he's just realizing his power. No, I don't think no, that's true. No, in the comic book is what he's saying. I agree with him. No, Thor, but like they talk, in the movie universe, no, I feel like he's just realizing his power. No, they he talk just about finds how his long. power in Ragnarok, and then his whole life gets shattered when his well, that's where all the, his people get killed. Well, that's and then where he the issue comes in is in Ragnarok when the, he's just finding Thor. this power because they talk about his power in the original Thor, like while he's on the planet. They talk about how, like, when he's still at Asgard, he talks about how strong he is, and like, this is the guy, like, this is the guy that's going to save everything, and he's so strong. 
okay, well, let's show us that like you have before. Like we know that you can do in the, in the comic books, in the MCU universe, like in the universe, you are incredible. You are like a God. And yet in the movies, they don't put, portray him like the same way. And it bothers me. Yeah. So well, moving on. So Thor's the best, and I think Jean-Claude Van Damme would be good. If it, Brad Pitt wasn't the best. Um, Hulk. <laughs> Brad Pitt's good. Oh, Hulk. Hulk was, Hulk was hard because there's Hulk, Hulk and then there's Bruce oh, Banner. Yeah, I know. So this is where it got difficult because I picked Bruce Willis for Hulk, but I don't know that he's a very good Bruce Banner. See, I went with Peter Weller as a Bruce Banner. Did you only pick like action movie people? Because there's what? other actors. Who? Who's well, <laughs> those other actors? Yeah. I had In the 90s? five minutes to scribble names down. I was like, Ugh. yeah, we really didn't have that much time. Robocop as Bruce Banner? Why not? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he looks like outside of his robo suit. Hmm. God, so who did you pick for? I picked, I said Bruce Willis. It's a fucking horrible pick. Well, my runner up was David Duchovny. Oh, man. He'd be a good Bruce Banner. He would be a good Bruce Banner. Yeah. What'd you pick, Jerry? Oh, you got to have something lined up. What do you got? What do you got? I don't really have anything lined up for uh, Bruce Banner, but I am going to go off the cuff, and I'm going to say Patrick Swayze. Oh. I didn't even think about that. That's not a bad one. I'm going to go with the Swayze. All right. We'll move on to uh, Hawkeye. So Hawkeye, are uh, you going? Yeah, yeah. Go I have uh, Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage. Cage? Yeah. Wow. I can see him yeah. as the yeah, only Hawkeye. the That's only Hawkeye. role he's never played. Yeah, I could see him flinging some arrows. You know, well, maybe. So when we said Hawkeye, maybe when he's done off a of Con Air, <laughs> gets off of the <laughs> Face Off. Yeah, I love those movies. Yeah. I love They're Nicholas so Cage awesome. in the nineties. Oh, uh, The Rock. I love oh, all of those the Rock is a great movie. movie. Awesome. Yes, Face Off, uh, Face Off, Con Air, what's and that, what's this Sean Connery and the Rock? He goes, Welcome Winners to the Rock. Fuck the prom queen. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, do you remember that? <laughs> that that's a and he true goes, he turns to him, he goes, guess what? And late, like later in the movie, he's yeah. like, my wife was the prom queen. I don't remember that. <laughs> the Rock is a great movie. It's but a great movie. The only thing I remember of Nicolas Cage doesn't even come from one of his movies. I saw it on uh, Reddit, and there's like a billboard for an advertisement for a uh, roofing company, and they're re-roofing houses, and it's Sean Con- Connery saying, hot shingles, you say. like It's like hot singles, but he says, hot shingles, you say. <laughs> and it's like it's the best thing I've ever seen. Uh, my favorite Nick Cage movie is Adaptation. I love that movie. Adaptation. Which one? Boy, that? I don't know if I've seen it. Um, I, it's where he uh, he plays a writer, and he, he plays the writer who's writing the movie, being John Velkovich. I think his name is Charlie Kaufman. He plays Charlie Kaufman as he's like writing the movie, being John Velkovich. It's a great freaking movie. You need really? to watch it. I think it won an Oscar. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah. So, uh, Hawkeye. I went with Ethan Hawke. Oh, that's a really wow. good pick. Wow, yeah. I, like, I do like that's that. That's the golden pick right there. He'd be great at that. 
I, I like that a lot. Ethan yeah. Hawke. Forget about no, him. Yeah, nobody ever remembers him. He even looks him. like Hawke. He looks more like the Green Arrow. He'd be a great Green Arrow. He would be a Green Arrow. He's got like that little uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. beard thingy going on. He's ugly. <laughs> You're right. Jerry, who do you got? Hawkeye. Oh, Hawkeye. I've got Tom Cruise for Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah, it would be fine if he wasn't a better Captain America. He's too short. No, he's not a good Captain America because he is too short. He's, he's too kind short. of a sub character. Like I Tom don't, Cruise doesn't play sub characters. He will in an Avengers movie when he's making a hundred million dollars. Have you forever. ever seen that guy in a movie called Top Gun? I, I have. no, I didn't because I was inverted. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen him in a little movie? Called <laughs> no, I don't. Days of Thunder. Robin is racing, son. Yeah. I'm eating iced cream. I don't think Tom Cruise is the leading actor of an Avengers movie. Now, Have you Chris ever seen a movie called Cocktail. Ooh. <laughs> risky business, maybe. Let's just list for the rest of the podcast. Right, let's just, let's list just Tom Cruise movies. Uh, Jerry Maguire. Minority Report. <laughs> That movie's so bad. Minority Vanilla Report? Oh my god. I'm Vanilla that movie. Are you Vanilla kidding Sky. Me? He doesn't like Minority Report. I like Minority Report, but Vanilla Sky is bad. Yeah. What's the Eyes Wide Shut? Do you ever see that? Ooh. I did. Eyes yeah. Wide oh, Shut. Yeah. Well, who did? The only reason I watch Eyes Wide Shut is because I was a horny teenager. I heard there was yeah, nudity. And I wanted it. to see a lot, <laughs> a lot of nudity. nudity. And Nicole Kidman. A lot of redheaded nudity. Right and I wanted there. to be like, I saw Nicole Kidman nude. That was a Stanley Kubrick movie. Yes, it was. Yeah. Because he's fucking weird. Yeah. But Stanley the moral Kruger story is some weird Tom shit. Cruise is fucking short and he can't play Captain America. But and he's Hawkeye. You don't know he's That's, short in the movies. They make him seem tall. No. But it, yeah, they do. Right. Short people don't have any reason to live, short guys. People got, we know. Short no people, people got, got no, no reason to live. live. You got a friend in me. You got dirty hands, little dirty feet. <laughs> <laughs> fucking disgusting feet <laughs> kill them all no oh he really God. says that like really disgusting feet for some reason moving on randy newman he's awful we got um Racist. nick fury okay wait wait, wait, wait. Uh, so got, we did we did I got Thor, one to beat we y'all did cap I got we did best. iron man we did hulk no, i got one better one we did hulk it's gonna beat y'all nick fury oh i got it Man, I got it. I don't think so. Nope, I got go, one to beat you. Chris, go. Um, I win. Mel Gibson. Oh fuck you. <laughs> no. Nope. I got a runner-up that I think might be even better. Nope. Should I wait? Yeah, wait. Okay, go ahead. David Hasselhoff. Well, he already played Nick. Fury. That's why. In the 90s. <laughs> That's why. I yeah. thought about that too. He was good. He was good. He'd be He's good all right. Off. I mean, Baywatch. I mean, right <laughs> I mean, there. That's all I gotta say. Mine probably wins it though. What do you got? Honest. What do you got? Steven Seagal. Ooh. I can see that in the nineties. But I got the real winner right here in the nineties. Right. Steven Seagal is the guy to play Nick Fury. On time out. He doesn't time have out. to do anything. Time out. Why does he get two choices? I get two choices here because I. I want to Mike, Mike, this is not fair. Well, Mike, I got to loosen you guys up with the first one before I give you the real one. Okay, this doesn't count. But. Harrison Ford. No. Oh, God. I don't it. agree. Nick Fury. Oh, but he'd be a great Nick Fury. That's a fucking yeah. horrible choice, Chris. What? That's a throwaway. I don't That's believe it. That's a joke. Okay, fine. You just waste your time so thinking Steven about Seagal that. Steven Seagal is Nick Fury. I do have a character right now that you guys Steven have. Steven Seagal. Really? 
as a Nick, look at the Nick Fury no, character. I'm totally against Steven Seagal. Why? That's just terrible. just say He's Jesse Ventura. Just say He's Jesse a side Ventura. Character. Steven Seagal can come in and act like he's the greatest of everything, which is what Nick Fury does. Just say Chuck. He doesn't actually do anything. Just say Chuck Norris while you're at it. Steven Seagal doesn't actually do anything in his movies. So <laughs> Mel, Mel bring him in. <laughs> okay. Here's one you guys probably didn't do because it's not technically an Avenger, but I think I have the perfect casting choice for it. Loki. You got any ideas for Loki? Give me a minute. Go ahead. All right. My pick for Loki. And you can't... Once I say mine, you're never going to even have a choice. No. Okay. Jim Carrey. Oh, done. Yep. Totally agree. <sighs> yep. Riddler's right can there. I, can I tell you mine? What? Keanu Reeves. For Loki? Yeah. But Loki's funny. Yeah. Have you ever seen Bill and Ted? <laughs> I agree. I'm going to side with Jerry on this well, one. Of course you are. All right, here's where I got another great one. Doctor Strange. Did you guys pick a Doctor Strange? I did. Yes, it I was did. one you've already said. Okay. My pick for Doctor Strange, um, Daniel Day-Lewis. Ooh. Damn. He's a dark, silent type. He's he's too strong of an actor for that. <laughs> what? You win. Benedict Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange. He's just as strong of an actor. No, he's not. Uh, I'm going to default. Have you seen I the said Val Kilmer, and your pick is I, much better than mine. Dude, I love... I love him. He's a great actor. He's great in literally everything he does. He like wins Oscars for every role he's ever been in. And people have said like he's creep like creepily familiar to the role he's playing. Like he's so method. And that only works for certain people. Like being yeah. a method actor, Shia LaBeouf tried to be super method, and everybody Shia like LaBeouf. he actually Shia LaBeouf. tried to be method in his real life. He and did he, he like did crazy stuff in his real life, and he said it was all like an art project. Yeah, and it Remember ruined that? his life, and yeah. it ruined everything. Put that a bag ever, over his head. He's I mean. ever done. So after his first Transformers movie, he ruined his life. Yes, so, he did. You know, Shia LaBeouf. Or, uh, Don't forget, he was in Indiana Jones too. That yeah. was a fucking horrible movie. And he was in Fury, was like he was in the movie Fury, which was a really good movie. Holes, but holes, yes. But um, yeah, I took no. But Daniel Day Lewis is on another level. Yeah, but he's I, dark. That you have to admit that is a that's great a good doctor. Pick. He's that's good, a, but that's I, great. He just hates everything that, I do. So that's Chris, I agree with you on that. You okay? Win. No. What What's your pick? I said Val Kilmer. I already went. Oh, Val Kilmer. I forgot oh, about Val Kilmer. Fucking Val Kilmer. He'd be He'd good be for some other four. people. He'd be, he'd be a good any yeah. Say what? He'd be a good Iron Say Man. Say what? Val Kilmer would be a good Iron Man. Um. Ooh, so my Doctor Strange was was Johnny Depp. That's, no, who that's I, not bad either. That's who bad. I picked for. I still think Daniel Day Lewis is better. Mm, I mean, I know. I think Daniel Day Lewis is super serious, and he can't do Doctor Strange. So you're saying he's such a good actor, he can't act good enough to be Doctor Strange? Yeah. That yep. doesn't make any sense, Jerry. It does make complete <laughs> sense. Johnny if he's Depp, such a good actor, he can act down. No, Johnny Depp. Level. Johnny Depp could be a perfect Doctor Strange. He's completely strange in his normal he, life. That is true. He's to be Doctor Strange. <laughs> All right, we got the next one. We're moving on. Black Widow. Oh, I haven't picked one yet. Hang on. We got thirty seconds. Go ahead, Chris. Um, I picked uh, Uma Thurman. Sharon Stone. Give me a minute because I gotta look up '90s actresses. Really? You can't think of a 90s actress? No. I mean, Jennifer Aniston. I definitely think Uma Thurman's way better pick than Sharon Stone. 
She's like a Kill Bill. Come on. What's the chick from the Fifth Element? Uma Thurman? No, it's not Uma Thurman. No, it's uh, Mila Jovanich. She'd be good. No, she, I got she'd it. Be good. She'd, she'd be, be good. good. She'd yeah, be good. She was in the Resident it. Evil movies. Yeah. Uh, you you want to know the actual Black Widow in the nineties? What? Sigourney Weaver. Ooh. Eh. Yes. I don't see her as like a martial artist. Really? Because she didn't fight aliens. Yeah, but in a robotic suit. And without a robotic but suit, not in with aliens karate. One. It doesn't She's matter. She's like big, you know. She's uh, like you strong. don't think? Have you she ever seen see her? Sigourney Weaver as She Hulk? Hey, hey, Chris. I can see that too. Yeah, you're right. Have you ever seen her in a, a Chris, little what was your pick again? episode called Uma Thurman? Yeah, Jerry just won. No, come on. Sigourney Weaver. Have you ever seen her in a little movie called Blue Cats? No, I have not. <laughs> oh, well, there's a movie with blue cats in oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. You mean uh, uh, Dances with Wolves in Space? Yes. Okay. That movie. Fucking what? She was basically Black Widow in that movie. <laughs> she was. <laughs> what the. <laughs> Dances with Wolves in Space. You've never seen that? Uh, no. It's a little movie called Avatar. Oh, it is, yeah. Avatar. <laughs> Who is. hasn't? It's still the ranking box office. Yeah, it know, is. So and yeah, there's like Avengers of them coming not, out in the next ten years. Damn not. shit! Disney's doubling down. James Cameron is an idiot. All right, all right, all right, all right. Apparently, like go back in your freaking submarine, James Cameron. So we're we're so solidified that well, I think my Sigourney Weaver is. Black Widow. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Nope. I want Nick a martial Fury artist. Is Steven Seagal and Doctor Strange is Johnny Depp. I actually okay. think uh Mia Jovani should be a good one. I think it would be a good one. Jovovich? Yeah. She's a Sir Slovakian. Yeah, not well known. Ant Man. Oh man. Oh, I didn't think I'm about Ant Man. Ant Man. <sighs> oh hang on. Uh, I am going with this is a tough one. Um, but I'm going to go with uh what's like what like Ben like, Stiller. Wait, like Hank like Hank Pym or like uh No, like Scott Lang. Scott Lang. Alright, oh shit. I'm gonna go with Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. I like that. I kinda like that pick. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yep, that was easy. I there we go. So it's no, no, it's not. We all have a pick. Next would be, dude, for Ant Man, for Ant Man. Yeah, uh, Chris wins. I don't have anything. I'm gonna have something different. Give me a minute. Hey, we can't uh, just have dead air while you look up. You're no, just, I who's your next that. superhero? Who's my next superhero? Yeah, so I'm be thinking about it. Um, Scarlet Witch. Oh God damn it! I got one. For what? Ant Man? Who? Jeff Bridges. <laughs> he'd be so good. For for fucking Hank Pym? or He'd be great Hank Pym. He'd be a great Hank Pym. No. Yeah. You're thinking of the older Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. dude. Well, Jeff Bridges in the 90s is not that old. I can't see it. Sorry. The dude? Really? The dude is not that old. He's like in his mid-30s. But he does abide. He does abide. So you can I see don't him abide. as the dude... But you can't see him as Ant Man, correct? Being the, the snarky like, like weird one. Yeah, no, I can't buy it. No, no. I can. No, Scarlet Witch. You're ridiculous. Good lord, Glenn Close. What? <laughs> <laughs> fucking random fucking names coming out of his mouth. He's just picking people now. No, what? 
Uh, that, That's do your you pick, even really? know who Glenn Close is? Like 101 Dalmatians? Yeah. With Cruella de Vil? Yeah. Yes. Cruella Scarlet Witch. You guys aren't remembering, like, in the 90s, these people are, like, maybe 20 years younger than they are now. And hot. I went with... Uh, Actually, like, 30 years younger than they are yeah, now. literally. I went with um, Sandra Bullock. So she's, like, 14. No. Come on. She was a huge movie star in the 90s. And Glenn Close isn't? I don't know. Was she? Yeah. She was an Oscar-nominated <laughs> actress. What was she in? Everything. Like Steel Magnolias or something? I was going with uh, Courtney Cox. Seven-time... There's a the Friends one. She could do that. Yeah. Seven-time Academy Award-nominated actress, Glenn Close. Yeah, she's yeah, nominated but, yeah, for such features but, as But here's the thing. Tea. You'll have her play fucking Scarlet Witch, but she's good. Daniel Day-Lewis is too good to play Doctor Strange. Yes. Known for such that. triumphant roles as old lady sipping tea, <laughs> evil, <laughs> evil dog skinner. You guys are the worst. Um, okay, the vision. Oh man, this isn't fair. John Malkovich. Done. That's good. Done. Boom. I picked John Claude Van Damme, but I think yours is better. Yeah, Jerry wins. That's good, actually. All right, we'll go on to uh, Black Panther. This is this is fucking easy. What? Really? Denzel? You're gonna say Denzel? Denzel. It's fucking. I was gonna say Wesley Snipes. No, he's Blade. You can't do that. You know what? That's not bad. I don't. I don't think. I think it's a toss-up. No. Yeah. Um, well, we also have Falcon. You're right. There's got to be some more. There's got to be some more guys for the night. No. <laughs> no. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Ooh, nah, I would take Eddie nah, Murphy as nah, one of them. Got to be somebody else from the '90s. Come on. Gotta Eddie Murphy's be, totally like. I gotta, gotta be somebody else. Gotta be somebody else. Eddie Murphy would be a great Falcon. Remember Beverly Hills Cop? He'd be great. That'd be a good one. What about Woody Harrelson? I like Sandra Bullock as uh, Black Widow. Um, well, I had her as Scarlet Witch. I know. So I like cool. that. Um, Spider Man. Ooh. Oh, man. Edward Norton. No. Yep. Edward Norton. I, I know he that. already played Hulk, whatever, but he could absolutely be Spider Man in the night. I'm going with Toby McGuire. Uh, no, you can't go with. Toby. First of all, that was in the 2000s. Um, I'm going with Matthew Broderick. No, come on, he was no. young. Fuck no, no, I don't like him. Leonardo DiCaprio better. in the 90s. It's I could too go cool, with. Though. It's, it's Leo. It's Leo. He's too cool. I could go with that. You know, I could go with that. All yeah, right. I, I know you that. guys didn't want to go out to the Guardians, but I got a perfect pick for Star Lord. Star Lord. All right. No. Brandon what? Fraser. God it is good. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Chris, you I win. I can't argue that. You win, Chris. Okay, okay, okay. We got a couple more. We got a couple more. This is too fun to quit. This is good. Um, I love this. The Wasp. Oh. Uh, um, uh, did we already say Uma Thurman? I did for uh, Black no, Widow. Okay, I'm not going to say her then. God, nope, there's I'm not going to say that there's then. There's so many um, other actors I got here. the perfect Cameron one. Diaz. That's not bad. Cameron Diaz. Demi Moore. <sighs> Damn it. I like her. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Done. Demi Moore. Okay. So going down the... Um, what about Nicole Kidman? She'd be good at something. I don't know about the Wasp. I thought about her, but I couldn't really think... Pepper Potts? 
She could be a good Pepper Potts. Yeah. I like the Pepper Potts angle. Aquaman's mom. Aquaman's mom. <laughs> she already was. Yeah, you're right. Um, all right. Um, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I, I found, forgot she played that role. We weren't doing Guardians, but I found a perfect one that I actually saw online. Full disclosure. Rocket Raccoon. Oh, man. Uh, Eddie Murphy would be better as Rocket Raccoon than anybody else. Joe Pesci. No, fuck no. <laughs> Am I a clown to you? <laughs> Andrew huh? Andrew Dice Clay. My, my cousin. That's not bad. The yeah. Dice Man. Yeah. Woody Harrelson? Yeah. I like Woody Harrelson. What? I Why has everybody got to get shitty about Woody Harrelson? He's fucking awesome. I really War like Machine. I mean, mm. again, Denzel, or, Denzel or Wesley Snipes. One of the handful of black dodgers. Black Cuba Gooding Jr. Ni- Ooh, no! I feel like Cu- Cuba Gooding Jr. could be, could be more of a Falcon than yeah, that's than right. War Machine. Yeah, I think Denzel would be a better War Machine. No, Denzel is Black Panther all the way. Well, did we say but that Wesley Snipes too? Wesley Snipes would be more of a Black Panther because he's younger. Yeah, Denzel would be a War Machine who's supposed or to be. Denzel could be Nick Fury, but he'd probably be too young in the nineties. Well, nineties, it's a white. Nick Fury. Doesn't have to be racist. I'm not being racist. Yeah. It's just a character. Yeah. It's a character. Thank you for putting that off on dude instead of me. All of these could be Iron Man should be Denzel. Denzel should play every character. Oh, he's backpedaling. He's backpedaling. Well, Denzel is the best. He could play he all is. of them. He's so he good, is. dude. He I mean, is so good. He is so good. I mean, did you see him all in of the movies? Else? Man on Fire, John Q, um, Training Day. Training Day, The Equalizer. Oh, uh, my Equalizer. favorite, my favorite Denzel movie of all time is um. Uh, we talked about it on the podcast, The Siege. The Siege. Oh, I love that that, movie. that is just a great movie. Oh, a great movie. Every American should watch that movie and yeah. think about it. Fallen. I love that movie. Fallen. All of them. What's like the song from every Fallen? Movie. What's the song from Fallen? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember that. There was time. A- it's on my Is that what it was? Yep. I love like movies about demons, but remember that one that I also loved? It had Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, and it was called End of Days. End of Days. Yeah. That was a good one. The world's going to end in 1999. Can we, can we do a new Pepper Potts? Okay. No. Oh. Julia Roberts. Yeah, that'd be good. He won. Gosh, I love her. <laughs> She's so dreamy. Well, She's really? So you like redheads? Oh, her, I do. She's so great. I've never really thought that she was that attractive. Love her. Apparently, you've never seen Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Yeah, Yeah, Pretty Woman. I just thought of a great... um, Wait, no, let's keep going on the list. I thought about a great Spider-Man, and then you guys kept talking. Are we still doing Spider-Man? Oh, what about Michael J. Fox? Spider-Man. He's too old. Quippy? He got all the 90s. He got early 90s. He would be a good Peter Parker, I guess. Yeah. He's a little cool. too cool, though. Is he? Doc Hollywood is a great movie. Yeah, have you ever seen uh, Back to the Future? He was the coolest dude in the world. Is that a movie? Yeah. Oh. Jerry's pretty young. Yeah, it was, they had a train. They went out out to the west. Oh, really? In number three? Yeah, no, and that was the first one, and the second one, and the third one. (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) Apparently you've never seen it there, Chris. No, no. Biff. What could Biff be? Biff. Oh, my gosh. What happened to Biff? I don't know. I mean, he was like strong, and then all of a sudden, boop, he's gone. You know, I seen him on. Uh, he was on a podcast. I think it might have been Chris Hardwick's podcast. Like he's friends with Chris Hardwick or something. Who's that? The guy who plays Biff. Okay, he's super cool. Yeah, he's great. Anyway, he's been in a lot hey, of stuff. Two coats, yeah. two coats, Biff. 
My two coats. Can I redo my Doctor Strange? Oh my gosh. God, Jesus Christ, Jerry. Sure. Gary Oldman. I, I thought about that. Yeah, he'd be a good one. What, what about, so we're forgetting a major good. 90s star that we haven't placed. John Travolta. I don't no. think he'd fit. Nope. He could nope. fit as a Nick Fury. Nope. But nope. What what would he be? He'd be a villain. Yeah, Ooh, he would he'd be. He'd be a great he villain. He would be a villain. I mean, have you not seen Face Off? Yeah, he could be Thanos. Yes, the Punisher. I mean, that's one movie that doesn't get enough props is the uh, Punisher that came out in the early 2000s. The Thomas Jane one? The Thomas yeah. Jane one. I that love that. We've talked good. about it before. But the other one yes, we have. not very good. The, no, uh, Warzone. They tried to, Didn't like it. They tried to really compact too much in the Warzone. I agree. That was like a whole... Oh, we never did Winter Soldier. Bucky Barnes. Who I didn't... Be, I, um, Bucky Barnes. I well, think John Travolta in the 90s it, could it, be Bucky it Barnes. It all depends who your Captain America was. So who Why do, do you look that way when I say these things? Yeah, it's just not good. How is it not? No. Bucky Barnes. Who's a Bucky Barnes? So so who won for... Antonio Banderas. Ooh. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. It's not bad. He was all over the 90s. Zorro. Everything. Remember those Zorro movies? Zorro. Yeah. Fucking Zeta Jones. No, no, no. What? They movie. were good. Desperado. Oh, yeah, there yeah, you go. That's a good go. movie, too. Wasn't he in, like, uh, From Dust Till Dawn? Was yes. He in that? Yeah. Yes, he was. No, he was not in Dust Till Dawn. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. Yes, he absolutely 100% was. No, he wasn't. Well, I'm going to look it up now. George Clooney? George Clooney was in that we motherfucker. Don't, we didn't place George. Oh, he'd be a great Tony Stark. Oh, yeah. Wow. Boom. One right there. Are, are we supposed to have definitive picks? Because we've been all over no, the board. No. Like, guys, you're going to have to listen to this entire podcast to figure out what we're doing. So, yes, From Dusk Till Dawn absolutely is Antonio Avengers. Where's he at in it? What character? Um, I don't think he is. I He's think not in it. Is right. Isn't that that guy? You are wrong. That's Quentin Tarantino. That's who I was thinking. Quentin Tarantino. Oh, Emilio Estevez is in it too. Emi- oh, who can Emilio play? Estevez and Charlie Sheen. He can play a coach that could, that takes on <laughs> he this can tiny play a coach. A coach That's that all takes he ever on plays as a coach. Emilio <laughs> could totally be um, Winter Soldier. Yeah, but um, how about Charlie Sheen? He could be Ant Man. His brother could be George Ant-Man. Clooney. Looks like he's Tony Stark right now. I'm saying it. George, George Clooney, Clooney is Tony, is Tony Stark. Stark. Yeah, I agree. Do you agree? I, I agree. Let's write this down. Write so, it down. Number one, Tony well, Stark. We're, never, we're not going to go through them all again. <laughs> all right. Tony Stark is George, George Clooney. Clooney. We got to define it, Captain America, though. All right, we'll go back. It's Tom Cruise. I'm telling no, you, I don't agree. he's too short. I don't he's agree. Miserable. Nobody likes short people. I think Brad Pitt would be a better Tom Cruise than... I would agree. <laughs> I think Brad Pitt would be a better Tom Cruise than Tom Cruise, too. But uh, you Brad, guys are insane that you're not thinking Tom Cruise could be the perfect Captain America. It's insanity. Fuck no, Tom you're Cruise. You're thinking of him as like today's Tom Cruise. Yeah. You put, 90s Tom Cruise is not Captain America. No. Yeah, you're crazy. Who'd you say? Who did I put as Cap? Uh, I put Bruce Willis. No, that's terrible. I, I said Mel Gibson. Nope. A young Mel. Hey, Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Fucking Mel Gibson. He's Australian. So he's not American. Is it crazy that he's Australian and he has no accent anymore? Who's that? Mel Gibson. He is? Yeah. He's I, not American. I did not know that. You didn't know that? No, I, I honestly didn't. Oh my god. Alright, so we gotta find um, a Captain America from the mid nineties. 
That's it. No, we're done. So, no, we have to figure it out. Nick Cage, Brad Pitt. No. Kevin Castner. Sylvester Stallone. Mm, no, it's definitely not Sylvester Stallone. Kevin Castner. Sylvester Stallone can be... I, I would default to Kevin Castner because he's pretty... Sylvester Stallone can be Drax. Ooh. Sylvester Stallone could be Drax. I would agree with that. What about Jack Nicholson? I thought about him, but I couldn't figure he's out He's way too old to be a Captain America. Yeah, he's definitely not like an action hero. He'd be more in like a guidance role. How about role. Michael Keaton? I would do Michael. I mean, Keaton. I think Michael Keaton would be a perfect Tony Stark, per- personally. But. but Michael Keaton's already Batman. I don't. I, I don't think we could do that. Tom Hanks. I, that, that, yeah. God, Tom, no. Hanks. Tom Hanks would be a good. Uh, I don't think he could do anything. I don't see Tom Hanks whipping a shield and Hanks, really. Yeah. Did no. you not see him in Saving Private Definitely Ryan? Definitely not as Captain America, but as Hank Pym, I could see it. Hank Pym, I could as see Bruce him. Banner, dude. Saving Private Ryan, he was all over, running around. That was 95, sticky, 96, sticky something like that. Yeah, throwing sticky bombs on um, no, tank but tracks. Listen, Tom Hanks is, is a good Bruce Banner. Who? Yeah. So this He's got to be an Avenger right, somewhere. Right. So, so let's Why come did back. I not think of him? Let's come back to Captain America. So let's go back to Thor. Who is our perfect Thor? It's Brad Pitt, man. I'm still saying a Schwarzenegger. No, no, I'm gonna say Brad Pitt. I would say Brad Pitt over Schwarzenegger. Oh, apparently, I lose. Yeah, 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 you do. You do. <laughs> <laughs> yep, sorry. Schwarzenegger could be. Um, this was good. I liked this. I don't know who Schwarzenegger could be. He's not a very good actor. That's the whole point. I mean, he could be. Boy, anything from. Mr. Freeze to... No, you tried that. They worked out too well. <laughs> no? Kindergarten Cop of to some kid, kind. Yeah, some sort of... A teacher hey, that... You know what was a great... One of my favorite movies as a kid was an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Last Action Hero. I loved Last yeah. Action Hero. I was going to say Predator, but... You know, well, Last Predator too, but I had the whole set. I had a, a figure figure set of like where they do a final jump in his car. Um. Like it blows up behind him, they jump this jump in his car, and him and this kid are in his vehicle. I had a whole like plastic setup of that last jump of his car. Arnold Schwarzenegger as the action figure and the kid and his car. And it was the best set of action stuff that I ever had. Hmm. Besides I didn't know they made toys of that. They, oh yeah. I had the whole action last action hero set of everything and then i also oh, had the, the spawn the name of the movie with Jesse like Ventura. the spawn set from the movie um they made like a an alleyway scene oh yeah i remember that with uh what's that ah uh, the running man that's what i was just about to say my favorite arnold schwarzenegger movie of all times and one of my favorite movies of all time is running man you go back and watch I that. I don't know it's, if I know that movie. Oh, I've watched it recently. I love that movie. It, I, I love the movie too, but it's so cheesy, cheesy, which is the best. I mean, Jesse Ventura is in it. I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, he's in that one. Hmm. That came after Predator. Um, Richard, um, what's the guy? The Richard Pryor? No, the guy that was the Family Feud host was like the yeah. game show host, Richard uh, Dawson. I think Richard that's Dawson. It. I can't remember. Remember the um, he'd be Sub Zero mm-hmm. or whatever. He yeah. was like a big fat. Guy would. Was it Sub Zero? Was the big fat guy? And there was a light. There was a guy that was an opera singer. 
the he electricity her, guy. Electricity guy. guy. And he drove her on the, in the car. Did you ever see that? Opera. Did you ever see that movie? What movie? Running Man. Running Man. No. Oh. You gotta see it. You missed out. Me and my mom used to love that movie. I watched that movie with my mom. It's the corniest. Weird. It's one of the corniest ninety movies ever. It's really. Yeah. It's it, no, he's like a it. Arnold Schwarzenegger is like a prisoner, okay. and as part of their death sentence or whatever, they have this game. It's a nationally televised game where they throw these prisoners into a basically like a slaughter course where yeah. they go from area to area and they fight different villains. But everybody, okay. it's a TV show, and they have like an audience and stuff. Yeah. And he goes like through these different areas, fighting these like gladiators, essentially. Pretty much, yeah. It's amazing. It's, it's great. great. I don't know how wow. they have not remade that movie. Why have they not remade it? Probably I don't know why could. I don't know it. Yeah, it's great. Because it was bad. I um yeah I'm down for that. Anyway, where are we at? That's it. So that's that's our going that's going to be our picks for the '90s Avengers team. Um, we were we don't all, have to settle it. No, we were all over the board. Um, it's so hard to pick that. Yeah, yeah. I think we had some pretty good picks though. Oh hell yeah! It's you think so? Time. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean my picks were good. Stop it! No, no, Chris. Obviously, like, no, I no. won this, and and we can go to popular vote. If we go to popular vote, you're going to be dismantled. Yeah, you're going to lose. Let's go to popular vote. I'll take that. Like arm by arm, you're going to be dismantled. I want everybody listening to write in and say who who picked the best. Are you you sure you want to go to trial on this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I feel bad for the the listener because they're going to have to really take some notes here. But you're going to lose. I don't think so. Because I don't think what you said is accurate. Well... I'd agree to disagree. We always do. <laughs> we always do. So what's next? Um, I can't believe we're going to do this one. What? The top 10 Pixar movies? Yeah, I don't know. There's so freaking many. There's only 20. There's 21. 21. That's it. That's it? Yeah. What are you confusing? Disney think... movies? Are you putting Disney movies in no, there? No, I knew Disney you know, I was surprised when I looked at the list, though. There are certain movies that I know were Pixar movies that aren't on that list. Like Planes. Are you sure? It wasn't on the list I was looking at. No, are you sure it's a Pixar movie? Well, I thought there was like 30 some odd movies. It's in, the, it's in the Cars universe. Because there's a really good movie called Planes, Fire and Rescue. No, yeah, I love that movie. It movies. is a great movie. It's fucking horrible. No, you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. I don't think you've seen it. I I really like Planes, Fire, and Rescue. It's great. They have a montage when he's flying across the country to go to firefighter training where they're playing like, um, I don't know, they play some song in the background. It's just a good, it's a good scene. It's a good movie. I like it a lot. I liked the, the first movie, Planes, but... That one I didn't care for. So, well, nobody did because it's got a 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, speaking of a callback to an earlier episode, you were asking me about the, what the reviews were for the Garbage Pail Kids movie, Yeah, I believe. It's got a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> that is with is that, reviews. Is that even fucking possible? Zero. Yeah. How is that possible? Okay, well, then I don't want to watch that. No, you do want to watch it. A 0% movie I want to watch. Yeah. You need to watch it. 
And it's got a... Uh, what's so is the that audience? with the critics? Or, or is that with the fans? That's the critics. What's the fans? Um, well, hold on a second. I'll give you the fan score. It is... I don't know. Talk about something else till I find it. Well, I mean, oh, why do I want to watch a zero percent? Go on dead air now. No, why do I want to watch a zero percent? So how do we get 1987 started? Garbage Pail Kids movie? Zero percent with 13 critic reviews. 28 percent Rotten Tomato. 28 percent audience score with 8,580 reviews. Here's the difference that I just figured out um, between Pixar and other movies. So there's Disney slash Pixar. Yeah. And then there's Walt Disney Pictures. Yeah. Walt Disney Pictures was before. Correct. Everything else. So Planes was a Walt Disney Pictures movie. Planes was. Let me look at Planes Fire and Rescue. I love this review of that Garbage Pail Kids movie. At least there was never a movie about pogs. Yes, that's true because I had pogs. I did a lot of pogs. That were pogs. You don't remember pogs? No, I do not. They were like little um, discs. Little paper discs you can make yourself and you could put um, your whatever you wanted on. You didn't make them. Yes, you You did. You bought them. No, you you had a pog maker. I don't remember that then. Yeah, I had a pog maker. And you can make your own pogs and put your own pictures on the front of them. And oh, I didn't have that. Do all sorts of I didn't, things. I was a little after the pog craze. I was a yeah. little and you old could, for it. And you flipped them. Apparently, I was way after the pog you, craze. You, had this, you made like a stack. And you then you the knocked the pogs. other person's stack over. Yeah. So, apparently, I was way before yes. the pog craze. You're 50 years old. You're way before what we're talking about. Yeah, 40. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. Either Listen, way, so uh, it's both- a terrible, terrible movie, but one that oddly warrants at least one viewing. Okay. Oh, that's for the masochistic and morbidly curious. Planes. Well, that sums us. Sums planes us up perfectly. And planes, fire and rescue is both made by Walt Disney Pictures. Okay. But that's probably after they bought Pixar. So we're gonna start to this be. thing, right? Because this came out in uh, 2014. Okay. So they bought Pixar after 2014, I assume? No, way before. Let me see. Let me see. When did Disney buy Pixar? 43% on Rotten Tomatoes, Planes, Fire, and Rescue. That's that's a travesty. Ooh, 2006. Yeah, I was going to say. So apparently. I was actually going to say 2006. Well, it's separate. It's not a Pixar movie. Okay. That's fine. I wouldn't have counted it in the top 10 anyway, so we can go to our... I mean, and Pixar is its own, its own studio. So. Top 10 Pixar movies. Is everybody ready? Yep. Big go. Deal. What direction are we going here? 10 to 1. Yeah, I got Obviously. that. Obviously. <laughs> what direction are <laughs> we Am, dir- am I starting? Same, yeah. That's what I we always, always do. have to start. I can start, no, or I'll dude start. can it's start. Fine. Number 10. You're just so controlling. My number 10. We let you start. My number 10. Is Rat Tatooie? Oh, really? Yeah, I love that movie. It's a great movie. You I, don't like it? No, I, I, I you love it. You put it a little higher in the list. Everyone can cook, dude. I know. I no. I I love it too. Yeah, All it's right. a great movie. Bugs Life. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Yeah, same here. Your number ten is what? The Bugs Life. 
A Bug's Life. That is one that I had mm. not seen till recently, like maybe a year ago. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. I just missed it. You're an Ants fan. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. That's weird. I'm an Anter all day long. Ants. Ants is a good movie, but Bug's Life, a little bit better. And I don't better. even think I've even still watched it all the way through. Wow. But Who at, are you? At Disney, at Animal Kingdom, inside of the big tree, yep. the Tree of Life, they have a Bug's Life uh, little movie. It's great. So you think that's great, and you still don't watch the movie? Yeah, it's like a little 3D movie, and a Bug's s- Life and Ants like started Listen, 3D movies. In like this animation. movie, in this movie, they spray the stink bug sprays on you, and yep. they spray stink in your face. It's pretty cool. And then they spray you with water that's a couple awesome. times, and then at the end, they make it seem like bugs are crawling on the on your seats, and they got little things that poke you right in the butthole. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and the, it freaks the kids out because they're sitting there and like... Bleh! The actual movie, if you buy the DVD, they send little pokers that you're supposed to, <laughs> to poke, poke yourself in your butthole. In your butthole. I didn't know that. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, that's why I love that movie. Oh. <laughs> so, uh. it's a little higher than 10 for me. What's the name of the ant? Um, I don't Flick? <laughs> I don't even yeah. I don't remember. Flick. Our it kids is. took pictures Flick. with them, remember? Flick? I don't remember. Can I say my number ten? It's it's all about you. It's all about Jerry. (laughs) Yeah, it always is. I mean, you guys can't. No, it always is. It always is. Oh, it's about Jerry. The good dinosaur. Oh, stop it. That is an awful, god awful movie. No, the good dinosaur is number ten. I think there, Chris. That is the worst movie of Disney history. You're not right. No, you're not right. I cannot believe that that's happening right now. That movie is so bad. You are the worst human being I've ever met. How do you like that movie? It's it, so good. Oh uh, my gosh. It's really not that good. I've never Jerry. met anybody that liked that movie. It's I like love it. critically considered the worst Pixar movie. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it is not. No, it's not. Okay. Okay. Look it up. I will look it up. It's I will look not- it up and I will fight you. To the death on the good dinosaur being a piece of steaming pile of garbage. I like the good dinosaur a lot. I went and saw it in theaters. That was Grady's first ever movie he saw. Uh, okay, in so theaters. it's like nostalgic. Reasons no, like and it's it. good. They have it's a western movie. It's a western. Yeah, it's awful. Is what it is. It's so good. It's so good. Chris. Number ten is definitive. The good dinosaur. <laughs> Number nine, I have. Monsters University. Okay. I really enjoyed that movie. Yep. Um, it's just a fun movie. And I, I had John Goodman and Billy Crystal bringing home. It's a good movie. I like well, it a lot. The Good Dinosaur has Sam, El- Sam Elliott in it. So it's no big deal. I can't. I can't handle it. If we're going to like throw out names. Really? No. Number nine, dude. Sam Elliott. Finding Dory. Number nine. I don't remember that movie very much. Yeah. I have I remember it. liking it, but I don't remember it yeah, very much. Same here. That's why it's not that's why yeah. it's my number nine. I think I it's remember really not. It's, it's I don't like Finding guy. Dory at all, but I like Finding Nemo, and that's what I have as number nine. Oh really? Because well, I like Finding Dory more than Finding Nemo for sure. No, I didn't I don't like agree. the good dinosaur. Oh, I hated that fucking <laughs> I don't even like a human being that would put that in the top ten <laughs> list. I like the good dinosaur so bad, and I so like bad. Finding Nemo, and I think Finding Nemo was number number nine. I was never a fan of Finding Nemo. 
No. You like Finding Dory better yeah. than Finding Dory? Yeah, Nemo? I'm not a huge fan of either, but I really, didn't, yeah. The little fish with the gimpy arm. You know. Yeah. You don't like I mean, handicapped I know what it people? Is. So you don't like handicapped people? Um, sure. That's what he's saying, Jerry. He doesn't like wow. handicapped people. Oh, man. Wow. What do you feel like about shore people? <laughs> shore people have, shore <laughs> people have no, no reason, reason to live. live. You um, got I, a oh, that was so hard. I can't fucking sing. <laughs> I like the uh, Finding Nemo ride at Disney. That's pretty good. Oh, so you like oh, you like rides? I'm gonna tell you what. Did you go on that ride? Yes, we did. It's in the aquarium. Oh, it's and at the so end, cool. you drive by the windows to the fish tanks, and they project the Finding Nemo characters, and so they Mr. look like Ray. they're swimming around in like, with the fish. But in real life, you wouldn't like that, right? You wouldn't like watching that in real life. Because no. none of those fish could be real, right? That's right. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like a fake ride that projects the movie in front of me, but I don't like the movie. Um, they have a great, uh, a great, uh, what do you call those things? Aquarium. They do a pretty good. They have a really great aquarium. Yeah. Right. But so yeah. Finding Nemo, hey, number one thing, nine. One thing they don't have. It's a good dinosaur no, exhibit. No, <laughs> you know what? Disney has wiped all memory of good dinosaur. There's not a single mention of <laughs> it nothing. in a Disney park. There's fucking not nothing. Because it was a god-awful movie it's that failed horrible. miserably it's and made no money. probably the fucking best movie they've ever made. Number eight is, for me, um, Toy Story, the first one. Toy Story 1. I went to- Toy Story oh. 2. Toy Story 2. Okay. I more went with Toy Story 1 just because it was like the first of a franchise but i like toy story 2 very much as yeah, well that's right what two the beginning of the toy story 2 rocks when they're like having them they're on the train oh yeah and they got the evil dr pork chop or whatever it's evil dr pork chop who drops the monkey barrel of monkey yeah, bomb no i know mm-hmm. yeah anyway, that's good what do you got for number eight jerry coco coco god that's right up there with fucking good dinosaur what have you not watched these movies? Let's go to my number seven. Coco. You don't like Coco either? Coco's my number seven. Oh, okay. Coco's <laughs> awesome. What are you I, talking about? I, I haven't know. seen it. I you haven't seen it? Shit. Oh, man. Coco's great. That shit. is a freaking awesome movie. It's incredible. The storyline about that oh. little boy oh. finding his grandpa and oh. like learning about music. I'm going to have to That one had me cra- cra- like almost crying. Holy in that crap. Movie. Dude, music, the music's incredible. Music in my life, I I love. I love everything about music, and this movie is centered around that. And they yeah. center like family ties to music, and like how you can find your family through music. It was After so death, also so amazing and refreshing it, to get like that set in Mexico vibe to it. Like I just, it felt super authentic. I I agree with you. But I also feel like the visuals of Coco set a new standard to what animated movies could be. Yeah. Because they they changed it all. Like it was just so vibrant and colorful and It's a great movie. It, it was, should be higher on our list probably. It was visually like You haven't seen it. Jarring. Like you need to look You, you gotta to watch, watch that, that movie. movie. Right. I saw it in theaters, and I walked out of the theater, and I was just like floored. So I had not, I hadn't watched it for a long time, and then David Seedentop told me about it. He's like, "This is a movie we watch in our house all the time. 
You have to watch it. And he started explaining the storyline to me. It's an it's a wonderful storyline too, and and very adult. It it doesn't talk down to kids. No, it's, yeah, it's it's similar to Toy Story. It doesn't talk down to you about like death and about anything. And and I didn't believe him at first, and then I watched the movie multiple times, and it it's so good. Yeah, it's very good. I, uh, that's a win. That was my number seven. So, dude. Oh wait, you said number seven. That we're was my in, number eight. Yeah. So we're on number eight. No, no you're, you're seven. On seven. Mine seven. Yeah. We uh, Monsters Inc. Okay. Yep. We'll probably talk about that later. Okay. Well, I. All right, we'll talk about it later. All right. Your number seven was Monster Inc. Uh, my number seven is Toy Story, the original. Oh, that was my number eight. That's yeah. It's a very good movie. It started the whole animated franchise. It. Very good. It's amazing. We were talking about it in the earlier podcast to, to go back and look at the animation. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's different. Now, but it's still pretty good for being that long ago. At the time, it was groundbreaking stuff. Like, nobody oh, had yeah, seen absolutely. that animation before it came out. And that's when everyone realized. You can realized, still watch it, though. And it uh, doesn't bother sure. you. If you go back and watch the original uh, Steamboat Mickey, it's very simple shapes. You know, circles, squares, triangles. And if you go back and look at uh, the original Toy Story, it's the same thing. It's all very basics. That's why I love it. It's a lot higher on my list. No. The original. Okay. Down to number six. Yeah. For me. Mm -hmm. Um, It is The Incredibles. Probably higher on your guys' list, I imagine. Mm. Okay. But, uh, yeah, number six for me. Again, we're getting up there now. To the good territory. I love the visual style is the main thing. I love the visual style of that movie. It's incredible. Yep. It is. I love Incredibles. Number six. Dude. Finding Nemo. Okay. Finding Nemo. Huh. I'm not a fan. I loved it. It was my number nine. I wouldn't put it as six, but oh, I like it a lot. I mean, it's it's definitely in my list for sure. Good. I like it a lot. Uh, my number, what is it? Six? Six. Monsters University. Oh. Really? Even oh, higher gosh. than mine. That's a fun movie. It, it is it, so fun. I, I, I do it's like very that funny. movie. I, I do like it. I like it better than Monsters, Inc. Um, yep. I like Mike Wazowski a lot. And it it's basically his story. Yeah. And uh, it ties it all together i think it ties it all together a lot better really, than monster inc monster monsters inc does it's um it's a better story than the original is and that's why i have it as my number six okay down to number five for me is incredibles 2 which i liked more than the first i thought that was an incredible movie no pun intended yeah um I don't know. There was something about the f- it not being a um, introduction to yeah. characters. What do you call that? Like an origin story? Origin, yeah. That I really enjoyed. I liked seeing them pick up later on, and I think they doubled down on like some of the humor and a lot of the fun stuff in that movie. I thought that was a great movie. And like the visuals in the first one are amazing in the art style. Yeah. But if you watch those two back to back, like the second one, the animation is, it's out of the It's on point, yeah. It's Much to better. see that. We saw it in theaters, and it's like. So did I. 
super and we i think we saw it in 3d maybe. oh did you anyway the the animation i remember leaving that and i'm like that at that time i thought that was the greatest animation i'd ever seen in anything ever yes until i saw toy story 4 <laughs> yes number five dude ratatouille Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Anyone can cook, man. It's, yep. it's, it's just a great show. I don't watch that movie enough, but every time I watch it, I'm like, man, this movie's great. Yeah. But yep. I should watch it more often. That's one I totally missed, too. Really? Like, when it came out. Didn't see it for years. It came out when I was in college. Oh. Um, and yeah. one I've of our it. friends, I lived with, or right next to one of our friend, good friends, CJ Parker. Mm-hmm. He loved that movie. He watched it like every day in in a so fraternity house. It's so good. He would watch it all the time. It's great. I love it. Uh, what are we on? Five? Five. My number five was Bugs Life. Okay. Um, I guess I just totally missed this one. Gosh, I love Bugs Life. I need it, to give like, it a check. Yeah, another chance. It started it all off. Like it started off the animation for, well, I mean, Toy Story really did, but... After that was Bugs Life. It like it was groundbreaking when Bugs Life came out. Yeah. As soon as Bugs Life came out, Ants came out, but that was a separate studio. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bugs Life is better. Um, there's always been a big discussion which one's better. Bugs Life is better. It has a better storyline. It's definitely I, got better animation. I feel like yeah, that. better animation. It's it's very good. I love it. Cool. Number four for me is. Um, Wally. Okay. I I never saw that movie originally. Didn't see it until probably a couple years ago. Yeah. Because that always just seemed boring to me. Me too. And then I watched it with I, the kids, and I'm like, this is really groundbreaking stuff. It's a really good show. It's I mean. a really good movie, and there's like almost no dialogue in it. Yeah. It's very limited <laughs> on dialogue, yes. Which well, is totally fine. You don't even notice it after a while. Which is the great thing about it is there's no dialogue, and it's a character that... It's a robot. Yeah, they're taking robots with no facial expressions. And That's what makes it so great. That's emotion. It so awesome. It's really yeah. good. It's a cool movie. It, it's amazing that they made it mm-hmm. in the first place. That's what's cool about Wally. Pixar is they totally make stuff that just there's no business being made. You know what I mean? But it works. So anyway, that was my number four. Dude, you're number four. Up. Up. Up with the... All right. A lot of people like Up. I'm not a fan, personally. I, I love Up. I mean, the montage at the, the beginning of that movie is incredible. Which it is. I, the, which I think is why I hold on to it and I hold it so near and dear. I can see that. The the be- whole beginning of the movie, honestly, is really good. Mm-hmm. It kind of loses me. Yeah, the toward, towards half. the end it gets a little crazy, but the whole point of it is that it's, it's, it's not about you. It's about everything else. And I agree. It it is about everything else, and it's about an old man like trying to find his way after his wife is gone, right? Like he's trying to find, uh, he's trying to find a companion, he's something after his wife yeah. is gone. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I do get the fact that you're needing someone after your partner in crime, like your best friend, is gone. And I can't imagine. I can't imagine. At that age, losing your your best oh, me friend. Neither. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, we're in the stage of our life that that's not something we think about. But um, to me, in the beginning, it was just a little bit too sad. It was. Well, I think that's it was whole... too. 
it was too sad throughout the movie. It didn't lift me up enough, I guess, I would say. You're a happy-go-lucky guy when you go to the movies. I, I'm not much of a prowler when I go to see a Disney Pixar movie. You know, and but I think the exact opposite. In the in the beginning, it tears you down, and the rest of the movie it builds you up. So you see this old man going from losing everything he's ever had in his world, yeah, to finding a companion, like you said. You're right. In in being a, in, so then he, you see him revert back to I'm a grumpy old man, and he realizes that it's a cr- it's a good movie. You're it's, right. You're, yeah. you're you're making your case well. Yeah, I still probably wouldn't put it in my personal top ten. But you're making the case that it's probably artistically. I agree with you. I agree with you that that's what it does. Um, It just doesn't do it enough for me. I I felt sad through the majority of the movie because the little boy loses Kevin so many times, and it's like, (laughs) like that fucking. I honestly don't know if I've actually ever seen the movie all the way to the end because I always kind of lose interest. About when they're on that. Uh, That's also because you're just a bad human being. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're just a bad. Pretty person. awful. You're just a bad person. So, number four, Jerry. Inside Out. Okay. What? Inside Out. It's a phenomenal movie. It's it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. It talks to you about all emotions that you would have as a kid or an adult. And how you navigate those emotions through a kid or an adult. It tells you about like what each one of them is. Like what each emotion is. At some point it might like it, it might weigh a little bit harder on like having negative emotion in the beginning. To where you're too negatively sourced I guess you would say like on anger and um, depression and things like that. But at the end of the day, it's about happiness and trying to figure out how to navigate the rest of your emotion to get happiness at the forefront, right? And happiness in the movie is kind of um, selfish and overbearing. Joy, Joy, you mean. Or joy, yeah. It's kind of like selfish and overbearing, like it's trying to be the forefront of what the movie is. But in the background, all of those other emotions take the place of joy. Joy can't handle that, right? But in real life, you can have joy through all of those other emotions, regardless of what the scenario is. Right. Like you can find joy. I know she seems selfish and she seems like... She needs to be the the like the main idea, but in everyday life, you should put joy as the main idea, right? Like yeah. you shouldn't dwell on negative and you know anger and what whatever else. I just think it's a really great picture of like what goes on on in people's heads. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a great movie. It's so cool. We'll go to number three. For, for me it. is uh, Toy Story three. For me, awesome. For my money, that's uh, the best of the franchise. Um, although I recently saw Toy Story four, and I have to watch it again, but I think it might make a run for the money. But um, it's a little fresh. Yeah, it's a little fresh. So yeah. see. Toy I Story agree. three, I think, has some of the best um, scenes of any movie. Yeah. Towards the end of that movie, 
and we've talked about it before the way that it takes raw real things and doesn't talk down to kids yeah and it doesn't it it doesn't talk down to you yeah it just tells you how things happen and those characters themselves have such great character arcs it's just a great movie agreed dude number three all right i'm going to not apologize for this movie i just love it i just do so that's the well, end you it. talk down to me about a lot of movies, so I'm ready for it. <laughs> Go for it, dude. Cars, I just love Kachow. I, I I like Cars a lot. I, I like struggled cars. because um, I just love the movie. I mean, I love I love everything about it. You know, it's one of those things like it's they're fun. all great movies. Yeah, they really are. Cars is a really fun the, kids movie. That's what I love about it. It's just it's, it's, some of these other movies maybe are a little more adult or more. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, I like Cars 3 a lot. It's probably my favorite of the Cars movies. Really? Is yeah. it really? Yeah, I liked it just uh, mainly just because of the visuals. It's really like a kind of a cool looking movie. Let's just get this straight. Cars 2 is dog shit. I don't even, I never even. That's why he's international, right? Yeah, it's really bad. It's not yeah. a good one. God yeah. awful. Cars 2 is bad. Original Cars, mm-hmm. absolutely the best. Cars 3, I like. Yeah, I would say that. I'd agree with that. Well, my favorite I've part seen of cars, cars is so many times. It's just here. like mind blo- well, mind bending. My favorite part of cars is when he realizes at the very end of the movie where he stops the race, he goes and gets the older race car and pushes him back yes. across the line. So I I when the thousand times me and Bryce have watched this movie, I've tried to instill that it's not about you winning, it's about everybody else. I mean, it's good to it's good that you do well in everything in life it's just that sometimes things aren't more important than that right there so yeah i like the message yeah for sure was that three there was three my number three is incredibles two there you go it's i i feel the best out of the incredibles again because of the animation and i i like the story better i think the story as a whole is better. I love seeing the dad at home with kids because that is so much more real life nowadays than than anything else. Like the whole picture of like only mothers being at home and dads off doing whatever they want is so far out of the picture in today's day and age that it doesn't ring true to any of us, really. And seeing like the mother go out and do their job, I think is pretty awesome. You know, like in my own life, like Amy has her own job. I have my own job. We both have our own thing, but that is today's day and age. Like moms don't stay home anymore. You know, they do their own thing. They have their own lives. And I like seeing that in a movie. I think it's really cool. And I think it's really cool seeing, the dad stay at home with kids because it's absolutely possible possible. I think it's like insane to say that a father can't stay home with their kids and be just as good at home as a mother is. You know what I mean? Like it just, it doesn't work that way anymore. And I think that storyline of the dynamic between a dad at home and a mom out to work is really cool. Yeah. Yep. I thought it was a really good movie. And the animation is by far better. The, yeah, the animation <laughs> It's like incredible. incredible. My number two is two. Um, Inside Out, 
which yeah. I we we talked about a little bit. I'll go on a little bit more on it. I just think it's it's an incredible movie. It's definitely one that every single time I see it, it just blows me away. Yeah, and almost like tears me up. It's an incredible story. Um, it, it's just a really good movie. When Amy and I saw Inside Out, we saw it together. Uh, it was after it was in theaters. We saw it at home. And both of us, after the movie was over, were like looking at each other like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> this took us on a ride, man. Yeah, it really does. Like, this took us on a ride. It's incredible. Yeah. Amy loves Inside Out, and I am completely on board with that movie. Yeah, it's probably on my list of one of the my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. It's I, really I, good. Yeah, I would never argue that. Number two, dude. Looking at Uh, you. The Incredibles 2. There you go. Yep. We've we've talked about it. Yeah. It's so So, good. It's a good movie. Was that, that's number two? Number two. My number two, Toy Story 3. There you go. We just Mm, talked about that as well. We did. It's, again, Toy Story 4 is a little bit new, a little bit fresh. Um, I think it would rank a lot higher in my list in the coming years. Uh, but right now, Toy Story three just takes the cake for Toy Story movies. The that we've talked about it before, but the scene at the end when they're going to the incinerator, yep, it's incredible. You there to to this day, you can't beat that scene in an animated movie. No, because of the depth. Like there's so much depth you already have in these characters when it comes from '95 when it came out until now or. Whatever year Toy Story three came out, what was it like? Ninety six. No, Toy Story three. Oh, three, it was uh, probably two thousand nine or something. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. You just I thought it, you said man, it touched all the feels. Yeah. All right, and to the grand end, my number one is Monsters Inc. Wow. You guys had it way lower, but. Yeah. I love I had, that I movie. Yeah, the, the one thing I will say, I, I love Monsters, Inc. I remember the first time I watched it and I saw the animation and Scully's fur on his back is just, it's there and it looks real. Yeah, it does. And, and, you're, and, you're, and you're going, holy shit. I mean, what? how do they do that? I mean, yeah, it, it was phenomenal. I just think for my money, um, it's definitely super heartwarming. It's an also another story. That's very deep emotionally and will choke you up. But at the same time, it's really probably of all of those movies, the funniest other than maybe monsters university. That's definitely they're like, that's the funny franchise mm-hmm. and it is very funny. And the cast they have is amazing to have John Goodman and Billy Crystal. And is it Billy Crystal? It's Billy Crystal. Yeah. It's just a great cast and I love it. Mike I love Wazowski. it. I love uh, if you ever go to Disney the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor at Magic Kingdom is great. It's a lot of fun. Yep. Dude, you're number one. The Good Dinosaur. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm joking. That's not it. <laughs> Holy cow. I thought it was. I was like, I'm you like, son of a bitch. <laughs> no, no, I would never do that. Dude, that fucking movie's horrible. Horrible. It's not horrible. It's, it's dog shit. I don't like either one of you. First of all, it is... 100% just the Lion King remade with dinosaurs. That's fine. I mean, I they, like dinosaurs they, better than lions. They plow fields with their heads. I mean, come on. 
they do. <laughs> it's a really bad movie. <laughs> it's not that bad. All right, I went with Toy Story just from nostalgia. I remember watching it in, as a kid. I mean, at the time I was, you know, in high school, you know, I was 16, 17 years old. It's like, holy, and being just blown away by it, just literally blown away by it. And I just loved every point of it. I mean, it was at the time Tom Hanks was not nearly as famous as he is now, but he, he, I think he was pretty famous in 1996. Well, well, he already he, won an Oscar for Forrest Gump. Well, he was coming off of that, but now, I mean, he's a, a Hollywood, you know, just pinnacle. And then, uh, uh, Tim Allen, he being, was in the height of his fame. He, he, uh, well, yeah, Tim Allen. Yeah. I mean, so I just love it. It's just a great movie and everything about it. So that's my top pick. There you go. Jerry. Oh, man. My number one is Ratatouille. Oh, there you go. I ain't nothing wrong with that, man. So the big thing about Ratatouille. So I saw Ratatouille as soon as it came out, but it was while I was deployed. And I went to the... We had a movie theater because I was on a base that... um, It was like the biggest base in Iraq. And they had a movie theater. So on my kind of day off, we went and saw Ratatouille. It just came out. I didn't know anything about it. And I went and saw this movie, and I immediately fell in love. And at the time, I just fell in love with it because it was a movie I got to go see. But then I watched it again and again and again. And it's it's easily a movie that just shows you about, like, it's okay to create. Like, it doesn't matter who you are or what you're doing. You can create or do whatever you want, and criticism is okay. Like in Ratatouille, there's a literally a food critic that comes to the the restaurant all the time, right? And there's a guy that thinks he can cook, but he can't cook without a friend. So it's okay to have help doing what you want to do, and it's okay to have someone say, like, it's not that good unless you did this, right? So... You can like build on that and build on that until you do something good. Like criticism isn't necessarily bad in in the grand scheme of things, and it's learning from that criticism. And that's what the whole movie's about. Like the whole movie is about like learning your flaws and making them better. Everyone has the an overarching flaw in their life that you're trying to build upon. And it's like learning that and getting better from it. And I think it's amazing. And I obviously love cooking. I love everything about cooking. Um, and that's that's the whole movie. And obviously it's like a man and a rat. But um, <laughs> no, in, in the grand scheme of things, it's like you learning to overcome certain flaws to get better. Yeah. And and accepting criticism is okay. It Like we talked about... Uh, Toy Story, like, it doesn't talk down to you. Yeah. I don't feel like this movie talks down to you. I think it talks to you saying, like, you have this flaw. Learn how to overcome it. Yeah. You know? And, and that's what I think the majority of, like, the youth today needs to understand is that it's okay to have a flaw in everything you do. Like, you can, you don't have to be good at it. Yeah. But being okay at it and then learning that, like learning how to get better at it is like yeah, that's a big the problem number one thing in the world these days or the US anyway is nobody is willing to 
I don't want to say fail because that's like an overused term, but it's like um, if you can't be the best automatically, nobody wants to try. Right. Like when these kids get out of school or high school or college and they go like, oh, I can't make $120,000 a year right out of school. Eh. Exactly. So <laughs> you know this, what I mean? Like, or I, or I, I can't every day, do this man. or how many years do I have to work in the mailroom? And this, this you know, movie. To be an actual lawyer. And then how many years before I have to do that? You know what I mean? Just like it takes time. And this movie is saying like a, a rat, the lowest form of being, right? Like in Paris, Paris is this upscale foodie place where everything has to be absolutely perfect. And that's where the whole like Michelin star thing came from. And yet this guy is using... But it, the, didn't, it came from the Michelin Tire Company. Yeah. Right, what, but Michelin was a, a French man. Okay. So <laughs> you're, um, both, you're both right. <laughs> yes. But this man is, is taking the lowest form of life in a rat that everybody thinks is like a garbage dweller and using him to create food that everyone loves. Right. You know, and it's... It, that's what it is. It's like you don't. There's a lot of layers to it too, because the whole oh, idea yeah. of the rat ratatouille to begin with, it's like it oh, this is like lowly commoner food. Yeah, yeah. Ratatouille it, as a dish in itself is the lowest form of food, right? Right. Yeah. It uh, to me, I I, it, I think honestly, Bra- Brad Bird. He did Incredibles. He did Iron Giant, obviously, yeah. and he put together ratatouille, and he did. A phenomenal job with story. Yeah. Oh, he's a genius. Yeah. But it's a great weird place to end it because, first of all, you brought up a lot of points that I never really thought about in that movie. Oh, but, yeah. Um, that's a great place to end it, too, because it reminds me a lot of what we do on this podcast. Yeah. It really does because there is a lot of people that are like, you are three mid-30, well, one- Two mid thirty year olds. Fuck I'm thirty two. <laughs> Fuck 30. you. I'm thirty two. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking thirty eight. I was oh, referring to me and you as the mid thirty year olds. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> like I'm close to mid. Oh, I, I, I know for a fact there's gonna be a lot of people, or there will be, or whatever. If they heard about us doing our top ten Pixar movies, the first thing they'd be like, "What are these guys doing? These are kids movies." Kids movies, yeah. And I feel I genuinely. First of all. It maybe at one point in my life that would have bothered me. Maybe before we did this podcast. No, probably doesn't now at all, because we've been doing this podcast and everything that we've been doing over the last couple of years. But my main thing now is like, I feel bad for them. Yeah, that they can't like reach past stupid stuff to realize that there's like a message. And this is a movie. Not to well, say much. So much reach past is enjoy life to right. where. I enjoy watching everything. That's now, yes. There are certain things I enjoy more than others, but, but that doesn't mean you can't enjoy other oh, things hell too. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Pixar puts out great movies. I mean, everything they have out there is just awesome. But to be able, and then also to be able to enjoy it and respect it from a visual standpoint, enjoy it, respect it from a, a directing standpoint, a writing standpoint, a production standpoint, to understand that. Um, Thousands of people put thousands of hours into creating this piece of content. And in the case of Ratatouille or Inside Out or Coco or some of these other movies, Wally, 
They're, they're not things that would ever be made. No, no. And, and their thing is... This is not mainstream ideas I'm, or things. Well, I'm lucky enough to have children. We are lucky enough to have healthy children. Yes. To where we can... I have sat down and enjoyed these movies with, with, with everyone I've seen, everyone I've read, everyone, every movie here except for this, of Coco, I haven't seen. But uh, I am lucky enough to enjoy them with my children. That's why I've seen them multiple times. Yeah. There's a lot of people that either have younger children that haven't gotten here yet or people who don't have children. They yep. will be where we are here in five years. And they're, going to, they're like, oh, my God, Pixar is phenomenal. I, I didn't realize what you guys are talking about when and I, I listen to this podcast. And I think we're, where we're incredibly lucky is that this stuff came out. So Pixar, or an animated movie in general, came out when we were young enough to remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in our parents' day and age. We span that. We span period. the gap. Yes. And in our parents' day and age, this was, um, so we're, they were our age and this stuff just came out, right? right. And it was something brand new. And it was kid stuff. it was, at the time, promoted as kid stuff. And we had talked about Toy Story 4 um, in a previous episode. And all of the Toy Stories, when they first came out, were promoted, it seemed like, and were written for a younger generation, and a the child. First, first and second is totally the case. But then as you see Toy Story 3 and 4 especially, it's tailored more for an adult crowd. Even though it's it's an animated film, um, when once you watch it, it's like, man, I've grown up with these Right. These characters, even though there's toy, they're toys. It's the story. A lot of people look past story, and that's where I yeah, bring they can't it. get their um, they can't get their egos or something to step but down for a second and just allow them. This is why I to always enjoy something for the story. This is why I always bring it back to comic books, and that's where I was going with it too. So when, it's like the perfect. Segue. When, when you talk about comic books, it's a picture book, right? And people don't like to look at pictures and then read uh, words and and they think it's a kid's thing. The story in and of itself is an adult content book anywhere you look. I don't care what story you look at. These books are written for an adult. By an adult. By an adult. And they are for you. You have to get past the fact that it's a picture. Yeah. And but, once and you read the story. It's easy to get past that when you sit there and realize that an artist was involved. That it's art. Yes. And that's the same with movies. Like, it's not just a story. It's art It's well. 100% art. So if you can get by that and be like, again, it's just a, it's a small mindedness. To a point, To a certain yeah. extent. It is. It is. It's just I. I don't want to talk down about people and say that they are small-minded. I just don't think that that they are open enough well, to understand that the story is one hundred percent relative to their life. Yeah. Recently, I've also learned that also, <clears throat> it's how you take in information too. Like true. Hold on. <coughs> My daughter, who is uh, soon to be ten. She is cursed with my brain. And say that however you want to look at it. Bryce took after my 
my older brother who can read a book, a novel with no pictures, and understand and retain it. He's he's a really smart individual. Yeah, comprehension. Yeah. Well, where Grace, she's a uh, very, she loves graphic novels. She reads the words, she sees the picture, she retains the information. She's like me. Visual. Very visual. And she loves graphic novels. She loves comic books because she can relate to them. She understands them. Yeah. She can take the information in like that very quickly. But honestly, I think human nature mm-hmm. is yeah. that. Everybody, yeah. I think people don't give it a chance, but even even somebody that isn't a visual learner like that, it's so much easier to mm-hmm. comprehend a story that's why movies are so popular, right? Yeah. So exactly. It's so, yeah. it's so much yeah. easier yeah. to That's comprehend gonna... a story when there's yeah. a visual element. Yeah. Like it's everyone great, gravitates. It's great to be able to read a novel and picture it all in your imagination. Uh, absolutely. And we've absolutely. all been there and everybody gets there and everybody will get there mm-hmm. to where they're able to do that. And it, and there's nothing like that. It's a different experience. And in, in, in school, in school, in fifth grade, I remember there was like a book club or a, a reading like everybody had to read a certain amount of books, right? And and try to get to a certain level and and you were scored on how many books you read and whatnot. And um I, that's good in, in every sense of the word, but I feel like there's a a half the percentage of kids that could do just as well as the top percentage of kids if you would let them read a comic book or a graphic novel. Because they're better at visualizing things. They can still read the words. You're still reading, but you're visualizing what happens. And they could do just as well as those other kids. I think comics are great for reading comprehension because once you start to get into one and you start reading fast, you start just skimming the words. And seeing seeing what happens. But you're just skimming over the words, but you're totally contextualizing the whole story. Yeah. Absolutely. You're making the story Absolutely. in your brain. And, and after a while you forget that you're reading. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And it becomes a movie and that's why people are, and that's people the same way that so people obsessed with movies that can like Bryce that can read a novel and make that movie in his head. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I was not thing. that way. It's the same thing. No, same I, I was not that way in school. I did not like reading. Uh, I was always slower at reading. I didn't read as fast as most people. Even today, like even right now, my wife reads so much faster than me. Same here. And, and she'll yeah. she'll tell me she's like like are are you? She's not making fun of me by any means. She'll just say like like oh my gosh, are you done reading that? No. no. Like I'm I I I don't know if I'm thinking too much into the words I'm reading or. I think it's just everybody's like different. My, my dad can read through a book. Like he, you can give him a book, and he will read it like instantly that night. Yeah. Like, how did you do that? You know, I don't. I don't understand how people can read so fast and obtain information. To me, like every word I read, I'm trying to like picture. Right. You know what I mean? Like the story I'm trying to picture. So in a comic book, it's already pictured for you. Right. I can read the words and look through the book, and it's so fast. And I don't know. I think that can really help all kids across the board because you, you, it's doing it for you. Oh, and yeah. at the end of the day, that's what that's what we're looking for is comprehension. If you can comprehend a story drawn and 
written for you, it's the same thing as watching a movie. Like everybody's so obsessed with watching movies nowadays. Comic books were the original movie. Right. And that's where it's at, man. Like story wise, it's it's bar none better than a novel, I think. Well, I just think um it's also ridiculous that you know, it's perfectly acceptable to read a Stephen King book. But to read the saga of Swamp Thing, which is a Stephen King comic book. It is. <laughs> which I think really but better, is. but better, you know what I mean? No, but I really think that has changed with all the uh DC app and uh comicsology. There's so much more stuff out there for people to be able to read comic books. It, it has think, changed. You're right. I, I think it's comic books are more mainstream than novels because. I would I'm, agree with that. I, I think. Um, I think my point in saying that it was specifically like the just the Pixar discussion. It, that, that's what. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Everybody, a lot that's of people would say like, "I can't believe you guys are sitting around talking about Pixar movies." It's like, you guys, it's the same thing with comic books. The same thing with all this other things. Like. You got to have an open mind. You got to be able to look at these stories and realize they're incredible. And that goes for all animated movies. That goes right. for the DC animated so, movies. Well, that goes, that goes for anime. It goes for everything in life. It goes I mean, for everything. You're 100 percent no, right. Think that, that's yourself. one big Don't thing let that somebody else tell you what. That's what. Think. That's okay. what this is. That's what this started is. That's what we start. So all full circle right here is that what you just said to be to begin this whole conversation was like. That's why this podcast started, and you're and you're right. And dude, you're right because you just said the whole reason why we started this is like we loved this certain thing, and we had talked about it in bars and to our friends at parties or at home. You know, we made a discussion about comic books, but we talked about it to ourselves. But the, and we had to work, about movies, and, and you stuff. have to work into. And having that discussion with yes. another person to oh. be like, well, is this okay? Well, is that okay? Yes. But, it so, was, so it all this work. thing started, Jerry did not He didn't even it. know you liked any of this uh, stuff. Uh, uh, uh. I really didn't. And and the reason I didn't know you liked this stuff or I didn't know a lot of people like this stuff is because... No one talks about it. Nobody talks about reading comic books, watching comic book movies, even though like everybody could say, oh, yeah, I went and saw the, the newest Avengers that's fine. That's okay. But as but, soon as you when say they like said that back in the day, when they said that, they'd be like, "Yeah, I saw the Avengers movie," but they automatically defaulted to the like, "Yeah, I mean, it was fine for you know, like it was a comic book movie." Yeah, they said that, but they didn't have, and they loved it. They might have loved it. Everybody they loved it. They Everybody went and saw them, but they wouldn't say like, "Oh, it was great," and this and this and this. They'd be like secretly, and they'd be like, "I really liked it," but you know, I gotta act like I, it's kid stuff. Yes. You know exactly. I mean? And and yep. we had always had that discussion and that's why Chris and I had always like blew up. Like we were always friends because of that discussion, mm-hmm. right? But the majority of people when you tried to have that discussion, it was kind of a wall. And it was like, yeah, they're good, but you know, what does that have to do about no Godfather movie, you know, my life. Yeah. yeah. You know, but again, you talk about Godfather or Saving Private Ryan. It's all the or, same shit. Yeah. Or Heat. There's a story. Whatever. Like, exactly. Exactly. Like Chris. none of like, oh, I loved Gladiator. What do you have to tie into Gladiator? Have you ever been a gladiator? Have you ever fought for your life in an arena? No. 
You liked well, Russell Crowe. There was that one time I was stuck over there in South Wilmington. You know, <laughs> that's a long story. But, but Russell Crowe was like fighting the system. Right. You know, like that was the story. And that's what people liked. Like people liked seeing him like fight against the government, basically. Right. You know, like if you just like Braveheart, if you didn't like, like the government. Yeah. Like if you didn't like what was happening at the time and you had like a certain rebellion, that's what you liked. It, it's the story. Sure. He, yeah. he cut the heads off of a bunch of people in an arena and did whatever. You liked the fact that he was not agreeing to the system that he mm -hmm. was thrown into under poor circumstance. And then you get into a comic book movie and a guy can uh, shoot plasma out of his hands or Thor has a hammer and can slam it on top of a guy and create lightning and whatever. That's ridiculous. Right. <laughs> you know, but a gladiator that you've never met in your life and you didn't know any gladiators to begin with is okay right you know that, that that's where we come from and the fact is is like the story is where it's at and we all relate to that story and just like i said with ratatouille it's a freaking rat inside of a guy's hat and that dude is learning how to overcome his adversity in like feeling uncomfortable with cooking feeling uncomfortable with who he is and learning to overcome that from a friend yeah, but the one thing you guys forget about is a good dinosaur. When he takes Which that, is <laughs> <laughs> he's plowing, he's plowing the field. Such a meek and meager little dinosaur. Yeah, you know why? Because his dad died. Yeah, well, he's he, trying to recover because that. of him. Well, that's 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 beyond the point. But yeah, yeah because of him, he's plowing the field with his nose. You know, and would you die for your son? That was a great callback. Would any <laughs> of you? No way. <laughs> this is bullshit. Would any of you die for your kid? Of course. Of course yeah. you would. So would his, so would the good dinosaur's dad. And then his friend that came along was this Just abandoned boy. Stop. You guys are the worst. <laughs> now You're, I am judging you. I'm going to fight you over this. <laughs> I think it's a good movie. And at the end of the day, it has a good message because he overcomes the death of his dad. He gains a friend. And he's basically the man of the household after that. Yeah. Because yeah. he got everybody else killed. Yep. Everyone. His dad sacrificed himself to save his son. So the point of this all is... Chris won't save his children and dude hates people. <laughs> if you take the step by listening to I us... I couldn't have said that better. If you take the step by listening to this podcast to be able to admit, like, I'm into the comic book movies. Trust us. Take the next step and start reading some comic books or watching some animated comic book movies and take that step and everything will be great. So, yeah, I, I agree with you about take the next step and read a comic book because that's where story comes from. And I wholeheartedly believe in that. And Or just read a book. Yeah, They're books, good, too. Yeah, yeah. books in yeah. general. Enjoy... And, you know, enjoy art with an open mind. Right. Yep. But that's the biggest thing in today's day and age is, like, open mind on Well, and like, just stop watching reality shows. Well, and there's so many things that you... And true you, crime shows. You, you, you have a, a phone in your hand, whether... What phone you have. There are so many apps. I usually have two books queued up in, 
in my uh, in my phone to be able to read all times. I usually have five or six comic books I'm reading it all at the same time. You know, just switching around whenever I have a free time. I usually finish one and go to the next one. That's my main thing that I, I love reading novels, mm-hmm. but I don't read enough. Oh, yeah. man. Like at all. I always got something queued on my phone. It's just, they're so time consuming. That's and it's the so hard to do with kids. Yeah, it's just so time consuming. <laughs> as I just soon as don't... you have a free moment, you're like, let's relax. Right. <laughs> not worry about what we're doing next. And then when I relax, I could pick up a book and fall asleep. Right. <laughs> well, when I want to relax, it turns out they drop a new episode or no season yeah. of Stranger Things. That's, <laughs> the, yeah. That's the biggest problem is like Stranger Things comes out or Jessica Jones right. or a yeah. new movie or we're waiting to see Spider-Man. And I want to see Spider-Man so bad, man. So it's, speaking of comics. What's in the box, What's Chris? in the box? What's in that box? First off, let's see. How many boxes you got? Like seven? I got a box here from. I gotta say, it's a clean looking box. April eleventh, two thousand seventeen. Oh, two years old. Yep. We got a uh, always amazing Spider Man. Always amazing Spider Man. The Amazing Spider Man with your amazing covers, Silver Sable returns. I don't know. That what... one looks kind of dark. Show me that again. Show that to me. Yeah. Ooh, oh my gosh. The cover. They have such good art, man. She's so old. Yeah. Guys, as soon as we say the, the name of these books, look them up. Yeah. She's because so hot. that She's so hot. is number 26. Silver Sable's hot. That's that true. and the, the covers are. We got a uh, Doctor Who 11th Doctor Adventures Year 3. The 11th Doctor. My man. Eh. Matt Smith. My man. Eh. You need to watch. Doctor Who. I used to watch Doctor Who nonstop till they change doctors. Well, they do often. Yeah, like all the time. But Matt Smith, Doctor Who. But he, 11. you no. never watched Matt Smith, so you have. I I was addicted. three amazing seasons ahead of you. <laughs> I was addicted to Doctor Who. Who was the guy from Good Omens that you guys loved? David, David Tennant. Tennant. I was addicted to David Tennant. He's Doctor my, Who. It's I mean, arguably I, as good with no, the Matt Smith era. No joke. I didn't. I didn't miss. A fucking episode. Wait, wait, wait. Arguably as good. You said like... Yeah. You, so you're saying Matt Smith era is better than David Tennant's. I said it could be argued. Okay. It could I, be argued. I agree with you. It he's could fucking, be argued. It's but just as good. He's backpedaling like a motherfucker. No, no I, I'm just, not backpedaling. I'm saying that the Matt Smith era was very good. It, it is. It, it is like hand in hand. 10th and 11th Doctor is what you should watch yeah. in, in intake. Like those, I was against Matt Smith as soon as he came in, but then once they're, the story started, working. holy smokes, man. We got uh, DC Comics Bombshells. Bombshells? Suicide Squad cover. Oh, eh. Jerry doesn't like bombshells. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of bombshells. Um, we got uh, DC Batman. Universe Rebirth Batman number 20. I am Bane. I love Bane stories. So with my uh, recent they... entry to the DC Universe app, I uh, started getting 
the new 52 Batman number one. That's my first comic book. I'm starting. I'm starting the whole 52 oh, run. Yeah, so I starting, wish I was you right now. <laughs> starting it over. I mean, I haven't read them. I'm starting over right now. I wish I was oh, you. Oh boy, are death, you in for a treat? You're in for death, a treat. You're death in for... of the family. I'm looking forward to it. Like <laughs> huge. You get so dude. much good before that though. Like you got Court of Owls. Oh yeah. So yeah. Oh, I can't wait. The Court of Owls run. I, I honestly wish I was you right now. I'm telling you, like you're in for a life changing event. I remember reading those. So that's still when I worked a swing shift, and I remember reading those most of the time on midnights. And I was like nonstop ignoring my job. You and can't reading. You can't things. put it government down. government employee at his best over here. Oh, that's perfect. This is what you pay for. We got The Walking Dead <laughs> number one sixty six. It's over. It's over. It's yeah. well, it's close to being over. Star Wars thirty. Oh. What is uh, that? That's the Skywalker with the lightsaber. I don't know who he's fighting, but it looks pretty Leia's cool. Leia's not on the cover? Yeah. Whoa. Wow. That's crazy. That's a different cover. It's, it's not Leia, and she's not half naked. What digital art. A lot of digital art in Star Wars comics. Yeah. Which is fine. I like digital art. Is there a new uh, Darth Vader comic out lately? Mm, not sure. There was a run by uh, Kieran Gillen. Mm-hmm. Vader okay. down. No, that's an older one, I thought. Lazarus, number Ooh. 26. That's a cool cover. That's the last one. That's the last one? That's the last one. It's probably worth some coin. Yeah, that's, you that's go, a great book. You'll be able, you'll be able There's to another retire one early. Really, Lazarus, that whole run, I need to run by Greg that. Recca. Read it. They're, yes. they're making a movie on it, a Netflix movie. You need to read that before the movie comes out. I need to do a lot of things. Get on my comicsology. Old Man Logan, number 20. Ooh. Jeff Lemire. Yep. Love Very it. good. Again, Old Man Logan, another run you should read. I saw the movie. No, it's different. No, no. I it's know. different. <laughs> this is the last one. In that one book? The or last, in that one? Last bag. Your box is kind of empty tonight. It's a bag. This is a big bag, though. Uh, we got another DC bombshells. Mm, so good. Yeah. We got Batman number nineteen of the Rebirth. Um, I haven't read that, so I'm like right around there on the Rebirth run. I'd be probably right there. We got uh, Daredevil. Whoa, they got cover. Whoa, it's beautiful. Number eighteen, purple. A lot Charles of purple. Soul. A lot of purple. Soleil. Did you ever ru- read that run? No. no, I have not. I have not. You read the first one and the second. Look at this one. This is gigantic. It's huge. I have not read the Charles. I always say Soleil because it's like S-O-U-L-E. Yeah. I don't know how it's pronounced, but um, Amazing Spider-Man number 25. That wow, that's a big cool cover. It's a huge book. That's a big I mean, book. Huge. Can you guys read 25 pages in a row? Because I don't know if I can. 25 pages? Yeah. This is a lot more than 25 Oh, pages. my gosh. How much work is that? <laughs> That's it. That's uh, a small box. Wow. It's that a tight, a tiny a box. Tight little box. Everybody yeah. loves a tight box. I mean, Chris does, apparently. It's all he orders. Yeah. So, no, i got to get caught up on these uh, bad boys. i got to get my... Uh, I still haven't put anything in my new comics organizational system. So. You need to get the new Daredevil, the new Spider-Man. I know. 
all of that. Here's let's talk about the more important fact of my life. There's two things. When can we go back to a Comic Con? For God's sakes, I is feel any, like it's been so long. Is there any coming up? Because I will not be in town for the next couple months. Um, well, you're gonna miss the big one. Which one? Um, Wizard. Oh, fuck. When is it? When is that? It's in August. Yeah. Oh it. yeah. We will be there. We need to figure this out now, Jerry, because we're with going, a booth. We're going for the entire convention. I'm right. not doing this one day shit anymore. And you'll be easily available because nothing with farming. Oh, is I'll be happen. available. Trust me. And we need to set those days aside. I completely agree. If That's we we gonna could, have to happen, we could get a booth, but we'll see. Um, and then also, no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. We have said. In previous episodes, if you guys have followed along, that we would have a comic book ready. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. So. In August, quit saying it's not going to happen. Well, we're getting damn close. Well, we have to act on that. Then. Okay, deal. Let's do that. That's what we have to do. Like that's the only answer to this. Yeah, is not saying like, well, maybe next time. We got to like, make our art, Jerry. Right. Yeah, we have to do a lot of things. And, and we can do it. I, it's wholeheartedly possible for us to do that. It's just like putting your nose to the grindstone and doing it. The other the big thing. thing is, this weekend marked Priorities. the beginning of uh, uh, what's supposed to be a 2019 Snarf field trip. Oh, I want to go to the This tanks. weekend? Well, I mean, it's every weekend from here on out. We got to get one... The Bristol Renaissance Fair. Ooh, yeah. So I thought you meant to the uh, tanks. We're going to go to the uh, Century uh, Deprivation Tanks. Oh, well, that too. Oh, that too. Yeah, we're yeah. supposed to do a Century do Deprivation. That. Too bad dude's going out of town for like the next two months. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Work. Well, quit your job. Yeah. Come That's on. silly. We got Deprivation Tanks we go to. Yeah. We got Renaissance Fairs to go to. 5K. Well, I don't think iTrees or Hartford Farms are going to pay me uh, six figures a year. No, they so. will. No, they will. I don't know if you know that or not. Yeah, no, iTrees will. They already do for me. At least 6K a year. I am the wrong line of work. If we get, <laughs> if we get uh, our Patreon page up, maybe Snarf, maybe Snarf Comics could pay. We could fund it. Six figures. So if we get I'm walking out of the house tonight, Grace goes to me and she goes, Hey! Yeah, what's up, babe? Where are you going? She goes, where are you going? I'm, like, yeah, I'm going to go you know, to Jerry and Chris's uh, podcast. She goes, so when that thing takes off, are you going to do it for a living? I'm like, well, only if I can make a lot of money at home. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, said, that would be. Well, that's, I mean. So, that would be something. So if like, we could make enough money to employ three people. If we could make enough money to pay like. Our a half a person, <laughs> thousands of dollars a year, and so Bryce costs. and Grace, it'd be amazing. <laughs> so Bryce and Grace are thinking that you two are, are celebrities because well, you have a podcast. Well, we are. Yeah, I like, mean, like, keep like, letting like, them know that we are. Well, celebrities. I do, I do, and, and you guys are nice enough to let me on here. And, and so Grace is bound to determine that we are going to be famous someday. She's she's like, that's it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Be, I'd be down for that, but we don't do it for the fame. We do it for there's, our loyal fans. There's no fame here. <laughs> this is just what we like to do. Yeah. But we do have a sponsorship at our golf outing. 
we, we have we a sign. Case yep. No, what? we no. have a Snarf Talk whole sponsorship. Oh, I think in case Asian for the upcoming us. golf outing in July twelfth. Yeah, which Jerry will not be at. I won't be at. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. because of Asian yeah. Kerp. You can blame them. Just quit your job, isn't that? <laughs> is that the advice you <laughs> just gave me? <laughs> I did say that earlier, didn't I? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, that won't happen. I mean, it's not like you got a baseball game or anything. Yeah. Um. Not July twelfth. July thirteenth. We will. <laughs> yeah. Me and Keith made sure of that. Good, because I wouldn't have been there. Same here. That's a really good thing. Okay, kids. Here you go. You're on your own. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, I think we're at the end of our time. Yep. I guess so. For uh, Snarf Talk this week, I've been Chris. I'm Dude. And I am Gerald. See ya. Bye.